Excuse me. Today is December 30th, 2023. Let's take a quick look at the transcendent chart because uh, that explains it. We have an entire stellium happening with Sagittarius. And that's conjunct the sun in Capricorn. And I've been seeing a lot about healing from people. Healing mostly from abuse. And it's a lot between children and parents. It's a never-ending saga with this. My generation was the generation that was fated to, fated and tasked to talk about trauma and any form of abuse. We stop brushing it up under the rug and pretending like nothing had ever happened. We pulled it from out of the closet, from up under those rugs, and put it on a dinner table. My generation was taught whatever goes on in this house stays in this house. Complete guilt trip and shaming tactic. And then they solidified it by saying children ought to be seen and not heard. And I think that the generation before mine's and the silent generation before them didn't realize what they were doing to their children was as if they were slave owners and their children were slaves. And they caused a lot of damage on top of damage. They were a group of, the generation before me was a group of people, in my personal opinion, that were unfit to have children. They should not have done it.
I remember looking at different, this was when blogging had first came out and it was really popular. And then people learned how they could be anonymous. And they would write blogs. That was their form of therapy. For those that could not afford or have the insurance to pay for a therapist. And I remember reading this one blog. I'll never forget it where the guy was saying that his parents were married. And for his father, though he was in the house, it was like he wasn't there at all. And when he got older, he realized that his mother never actively wanted him. She just had children because that's what was expected of her being a married woman. Sometimes I wonder where was there this spirit of rebellion during that era? Where was the spirit of rebellion? Because it could have saved your life or their life. Could have spared them a whole lot of heartache and trauma had they had a spirit of rebellion. I'll never forget that guy's blog because I said to myself, that must be a heart-wrenching thing to realize that both your parents never really wanted you. I think a lot of parents don't realize that God will speak to these children. And will tell these children the truth. And when you don't actively want your children, it shows in how you treat them. And at some point in time, the realization is not some, you know, random thing. It was God speaking to them. And there are children that won't speak to their parents but they won't say, the child won't say, I noticed this too, The child won't say, 
God told me y'all didn't actively want me. They don't say it. Though they may say it to their friends, but they won't say it to their parents. And if by some small chance there's a group of children that told their parents, you didn't actively want me. The parent would just lie and gaslight the shit out of the child. Because that's what that generation does. It's that, that generation, they have Pluto and Leo, and they was completely arrogant and selfish and, and cared about how they looked. How they made themselves look to their friends and their family. That's why you hear children, even in 2023, they say... My parents were narcissistic parents and they only cared about how they looked to other family members and friends because they had Pluto and Libra, Leo. But I find also that Because when it came to my generation, it was like a spillover of how you make yourself look. People in my generation were indoctrinated to think and care about how they made themselves look to other people. All of it is a fucking farce. Once you get to the millennials, there is no, there's no spillover of, and if it is, it's very minimal, but the majority, you don't, you don't hear people caring about how they made themselves look in public to neighbors, to friends, to family members. People now say, I don't give a fuck about somebody else's opinion. I remember saying, whatever happened to the, the, don't people care about how they make themselves look anymore? <laughs> the, the, the era had changed. Don't people get hints anymore? People don't get hints anymore. It's not called hints now. Now it's called a social cue. You got to know how to read the room. And you'll only know how to read the room by experience. Learning how to read the room is not something that is taught. It's not something that's talked about. So it's coming back up. About healing. Mostly family trauma. And I'm seeing a lot of Gen Z's that have baby boomer parents. For for the rest of my life, I've always said this. For the rest of my life, I will always have beef with baby boomers. I will always have beef with baby boomers. 
that is the most toxic generation that I had ever crossed. Toxic and dysfunctional. Mentally unstable. That was the generation where you could look somebody in their face and know that they are unhinged. Now you can't tell anymore. Once you get to the millennials and you go down, millennial, um, Gen Z, so forth and so on, you can't look anybody in their face and see that they're unhinged mentally. You have to look at people's behavior and say, you know, that's not normal. But you won't know what's not normal unless you know a bit of psychology. You have to hear phrases like split personality. Borderline personality disorder. Schizophrenia, bipolar, PTSD, mood swing disorder. If this is not talked about, you don't know. If you don't search it out for yourself, you won't know. Part of life is to teach yourself some things about Mental health disorders. Narcissism is number one. Because baby boomers as a whole and in general was a group of narcissistic people. Remember, they had their Pluto in Leo. The arrogant is taken to a, the arrogancy is taken to a whole nother level. That Pluto is about power and control. Then you have that Leo, which is all about self and how I look. So when you put wickedness, Pluto, with Leo that want to be the star of the show, you come up with some demonic shit. Pluto is also about fear. And you'll find a lot of narcissistic people or narcissistic parents thrive off of their kids fearing them. They know that their kids is petrified of them. And they'll take that shit and start figure skating with it. What they don't think of is when these kids get older and one day that scared cat that you have constantly and consistently backed into the corner is going to go from a kitten to a fucking lion and scratch your face off. This is where you get kids beating the shit out of their parents. Because you're sitting there bullying them antagonizing them. Then you want to bring scriptures out. These narc parents want to bring out scriptures so that kids shouldn't disobey their uh, parents. Well, the Bible also says that parents shouldn't be agitating their kids. You skip that part because you was busy manipulating and gaslighting. 
They know their kids didn't bring that, read that Bible. And a lot of people only read what's beneficial for them to use so that they can manipulate others. They don't talk about those passages that apply to them. And as long as you don't read it, you won't know. And they bank on that. They bank on you not teaching yourself anything. I had narc parents. I didn't know what narcissism was. I knew that something was wrong. But I didn't know the word for it was narcissism. I went to college and I had a psych class, a psychology, like an intro to psychology class. And the professor, excuse me, the professor talked about narcissism. It was one of the topics that was in the psychology book. I still have that psychology book to this day. But when he started talking about narcissism, I was, my, y'all, my mouth was open. My facial expression was like, oh, shit. When I left out of the classroom, my classmates was looking at me in my face. And I was like, oh, I get, you learned something. It must have hit home for you. You can't believe it. Now you know. My whole facial expression said that. And there was a woman that was older than me who was doing something very similar to what my parents did. And I just knew something was wrong, but I could not freaking put my finger on what it was. It's narcissism. They checked so many boxes. Narcissistic people want you to see them like this perfect person, and they're far from it. And what my narcissistic parents would do, and I tell them, this is what you're doing to me. This is hurting me. They would deny my experience with them. And they would tell me I'm wrong. I'm in the wrong. And I remember saying to myself, if I'm so wrong, then why do I feel this way? Why are y'all happy, but I'm depressed? What do y'all want from me? That's when I decided to treat people the exact same way that they treated me. And I wanted to see what their response was. And they didn't like it at all whatsoever. And so I said to them, then how is it 
if what if the way that you treat me is right and my response to how you're traumatizing me is painful then how is it your feelings is hurt how are your feelings hurt That's when I learned that people dish things out that they themselves can't take. I went on a world tour with that shit, treating people the exact same way that they treat me. And you know what happened? The people didn't like me. They didn't like me, and they stayed away from me. They deemed me as dangerous. So I wondered what would make them think that I would like them? What would make them think that I believe they are this perfect person? So you don't like yourself? To this day, there's certain people that (laughs) they won't speak to me. (laughs) I don't understand it. Why do you expect me to give you something that you would never give me? Why do you expect me to treat you in ways that you would never treat me. Is it that hypocrisy? So I always say that I don't like a hypocrite. I can't stand a hypocrite. People oftentimes don't understand what I say until it happens to them. And so I learned that people don't learn lessons until the situation hurts their feelings. Then they learn a life lesson. So I'm sitting here and I'm listening to people, neighbors talking to me acquaintances talking to me and it's all of this stuff coming up about parental trauma and how parents had their own trauma and they should have gotten some sort of therapy before they had kids and I actually agree with that they should have gotten some type of therapy before they had children I think that they shouldn't have had children at all. Stay toxic. Don't have kids. What's the problem? You're not less of a human being when you choose to not have children. I couldn't understand why my narcissistic parents had kids. I couldn't understand it. And multiple. They didn't have one or two. It was multiple. I'm like, why'd you do it? I couldn't. 
You were nowhere, they were nowhere near being equipped to handle one child. And for some odd reason, baby boomers thought schools teach children everything. I'm not sure why they thought that. Maybe when they went to school, there was more things going on in school, and they probably perceived that as everything. But it still didn't make sense to me because as they got older and they went along in life and they looked at what was going on around the world, especially in the U.S., you knew that the school didn't teach you the shit that you learned. The following generation had to teach baby boomers, no, schools don't teach everything. Whatever your definition of everything is, whatever topics you think that is, schools don't teach that. I remember being in middle school and we had, the boys had um, shop where they would learn how to fix cars. And the girls had home ec, where we would learn how to, we had a little kitchen. And we would learn how to make toast and scramble eggs. Actual food they had <coughs> in home ec. And then you got to pick, you know, another class, whether it was music or it was art. You got to play an instrument. You could learn how to play the piano. You could sing. You could do whatever creative thing you wanted to do in art class. And then that stopped. Once I got to high school, all of those little classes, they started phasing out. Then once I left high school, there was no more of those classes. You could run track. We had track and field. We had basketball. We had volleyball. We had baseball. We had swimming. You got to pick what you wanted to do. And even with all of that, that's not everything. History definitely, definitely wasn't. The the curriculum wasn't what it had needed to be, which was the truth. So I'm not exactly sure what baby boomers thought everything consisted of. So I listened to this one story with this girl. She talked about her parents and she said, those, you know, who are 18 and you left your parents' house, tell me, how did you do it? She was using her social media platform to talk about it was her healing to talk about her parents, her her experience with her parents. 
And she talked about how her mother slammed her head into a wall. She talked about how her mother uh, broke her wrist and never took her to the hospital. She talked about her father was there working and that was all he did. He never took time to get to know her or to build a relationship with her. It was a whole lot of things that she talked about. And so I go to the correspondence section to see what the people were saying. And that stuff was heart-wrenching. I will always have beef with baby boomers. And then she was saying how her parents and other relatives was telling her that she needs to take it down. She's talking bad about her family and the completely gaslighting her and invalidating how she feels. And she was African on top of that. I just didn't think that with everything that Africa doesn't have, that they would be that type of parents. It just never entered my mind. Like you got bigger fish to fry than to be a toxic parent. Then I saw a man, he said him and his wife was therapist for the baby boomer generation. (laughs) I'm laughing because I'm saying to myself, baby boomers didn't know how to be parents. They figure it out by the time they get to grandchildren, which is why they teach which is why they treat their grandchildren completely different from how they treat their children. They didn't know how to be parents, and they never figured it out with just one. You figure that shit out with one. You ask other people. You see you see other people with kids. You hear what they're saying. You got to learn from other people's experience. You should be saying to yourself as a parent, I don't want that to happen in my household. That's heart wrenching. That's not what they do. Because it wasn't them and their feelings didn't get hurt by it. They learned nothing from it. Anyway, the man was saying to the baby boomers, You know, when your kids come to you and they say X, Y, Z, they've probably been holding it in for 10, 20 years. The correct way to respond to them is I apologize. Nothing else. 
Because if you say something else, you're going to regret it later on down the line. And that's another thing that I notice about these toxic, dysfunctional, mentally unstable, baby booming damn parents. Is that it never dawns on them that their denial, them denying that their child or children has had that experience with them is only going to come back up later on down the line. It's called accountability. A lot of them is too prideful to apologize. But that's just not with baby boomers. That's also with Gen X. That's also with millennials. Pride is a huge problem. And they hold on to that pride tooth and nail, but they don't have no spirit of rebellion. They wouldn't be in the type of situation that they are in had they had just an ounce of the spirit of rebellion. They should have looked around that society and said, nah, this shit ain't adding up. And I know that they had spiritual awakenings back then. They should have looked around and said, this shit ain't adding up. In society, something's wrong, something's missing, something's a lie. Let me rebel against what society tells me I'm supposed to do. As a man, let me rebel against what they tell me I'm supposed to do as a woman. Congress wouldn't be as bad as it is had the silent generation and the baby boomers had an ounce of a spirit of rebellion. But that older guy, he was right. He said, if you don't do it this way now, you're going to wish that you did later on when it come back up. And it will come back up. I have watched it come back up. And then you got a lot of baby boomer parents that say, you know, what my kids did to me, I hope, wish, and pray that it happens to them. It's going to happen to them, too. They're going to see how they made me feel. Petty and childish. Which is another thing with Pluto and Leo for that generation. Because Leo is childlike. How does... How does that, it, they just do things that doesn't make sense to me, how, like, a, like a pure hypocrite. How does that make the relationship better? Do you actually want the relationship with your child? Because I think the answer is no. If you want what your child did to you to happen to them through their kids, you don't want the relationship with your child. You don't want it. Just tell the truth to yourself. 
If you're too prideful to admit the truth to anybody else, at least admit the truth to yourself. So if you had the thought that what your kids did to you should come back to them through their kids, why'd you keep having kids? If you don't like them, why do you keep procreating them? Does it make sense? It doesn't make sense. And I know there was a couple of baby boomers where I had to say to them, stop wishing bad on your own kids. They're your kids. Stop doing that. Then I went to the kids and was like, break that generational pathology. And it is a generational thing because baby boomers like to pass that toxic shit down. For the rest of my life, I will have beef with baby boomers. Not because they're not perfect, but because they didn't go and take care of their mental health. You don't actually want relationships. You don't. You're liars. You don't even try to go and fix the lie that you say. You just leave it. They don't have, to me, baby boomers, they don't have integrity. And they're cowards. They think abuse is the way to, to go and, and the way to be. Like I said, a lot of them are like, they're very reminiscent of a slave owner. Because you think abuse is the proper way to handle things. You abuse your kids the same way the white man abused their slaves. Some of these parents rape their damn kids. I don't mean to call them damn kids. They rape their kids. Same thing a white man did with his slaves. He raped them. He humiliated his slaves. Parents do the same thing. Rape and humiliate their kids. And then gaslight the fuck out of them. Try to make them, this is normal. You're a pervert. You're a disgusting maggot. I will forever have beef with baby boomers. Told my aunt the same thing. She and that that generation. So I will forever have beef with baby boomers. Forever. 
So, now that I've looked at that natal chart and seen that stellium happening in Sagittarius, conjunct the sun in Capricorn. Capricorn is highlighting. The sun in Capricorn is highlighting that Sagittarius stellium. Healing, accountability, parent-child relationships, morally right, ethically right, making things right. People are paying the consequences of their actions. They would rather keep it a secret than for it to be pulled out of the closet. I was just thinking about what I'm going to do when certain things happen. There's some things that God was ministering to me about. And I was thinking about the decision that I was going to make. Knowing that that decision is going to follow me for the rest of my life. And I was thinking, should I do what's right? Or let me rephrase it. I was thinking, should I make a decision based off of how I feel or should I make a decision based off of who I am? If I make a decision based off of who I am, given this information that God had been ministering to me about, I could end up regretting it. If I make a decision based off of how I feel, it's earned. It was earned. It was earned. I think I'm coming to a close of what my decision is. Anyway, we're ending the year with people going through healing from their trauma and healing from abuse, physical, sexual, mental, emotional, spiritual, because there is spiritual abuse as well. The whole T.D. Jakes thing that's going on, there was a lot happening in the church, whether it was a Baptist church or it was a Roman Catholic Church, Jehovah's Witness, whatever the denomination was, there was a lot of abuse there. And they too, you know, uh, they, they tried to scare people into wanting God, aside from the sexual abuse that happened, not to invalidate it at all. And there was a lot of spiritual abuse where they would say people had natural God-given gifts and the leaders of the church would say, "There's no, the devil is attacking you. 
There's no such thing. Those type of things don't happen. And it was a lie. It was a lie. People blocked their gifts because they trusted what the leaders in the church had said. You expect them to know they've been in the game longer. They're supposed to be reading the Bible. They should know what it says. So the congregation believed in what the leaders were saying because they trusted the leaders. To only find out 10, 20, 30 years later that it was all a lie. Healing is how the end of the year is ending. Healing. Pluto will be in Aquarius for a little while in the beginning of the year of 2024. And Aquarius, we're going to see the era change again. Just like there was an era of the baby boomers caring about how they make themselves look towards other family members and towards friends and towards their co-workers. That ended. What we're seeing now is the ending of people going through what they've gone through. Aquarius, to me, is a piece of work. Because Aquarius only cares about money by any means necessary. And they will appeal to whomever they need to appeal to in order to get to the money. They will sell their soul to the devil for the right amount of money. They, there is no boundary line for Aquarius. Aquarius is a user. Aquarius don't have friends, though they are social. We're going to see people making some unprecedented decisions. Decisions that is going to make people say to themselves, where the hell is this coming from? How has this happened? This never happened before. We're going to see people disappearing, literally and figuratively, just out of nowhere, in droves. The people that are disappearing, literally, are being trafficked, prey, 
that people don't get trafficked. I pray that those who are involved in trafficking for money, that God will expose them. That God will make them accountable. Because people seem to not like accountability. They don't like it. The word accountability needs to be in your prayer for all of 2024. And just as you pray for other people to be held accountable for their wicked things, know that you will be held accountable too. It works both ways. A lot of Aquarius energy is also rooted in witchcraft. They don't care if it's the day of the dead type of witchcraft. They don't care if they got to bury some things. They don't care if they got to get some hair. They got to get some blood. They don't care. They have no boundary lines. And they want to appeal to everybody. They take it on Mexican witchcraft, African witchcraft, Haitian witchcraft, Jamaican witchcraft. They take it on all of it by any means necessary. This is also telling you, don't expect people to be your friend. If you're looking to make new friends, you need to be extra, extra careful and know that Everybody can't be a friend. They don't know how. Some of them don't know how. Some of them don't, don't want to. The, the millennials taught me that there are people who don't want friends. They don't want the community of friends. It's, friends are useless to them. There's no purpose in them having friends. Pay attention to them social cues, a.k.a. hints. When people don't want friends, they move a certain way. These are the ones that won't pick up the phone and say, happy holidays, happy birthday, what you doing? Let's go to the movie theater. They don't do any of that. Stop. Stop keeping in contact. Stop keeping in contact with other people. You're going to see who who cares to be in your life and who don't. You're always the one reaching out. Saying, hey, what you doing? Let's hang out, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You're always the one that's doing that. And the other person is not. Stop doing that. If you got to be a solo traveler, be a solo traveler. Everybody needs somebody to talk to. If you got one person that you could talk to, and if you have zero, you got God. Period. This Aquarius, this Pluto in Aquarius is going to 
shake the table of people in power on a grander scale, political scale, and it's going to shake the table of people that feel like they have power over other people on the individual level. It's going to shake the shit out of that table and break the legs off of that table and snap that table in half. They're going to be in for a rude awakening. But it's going to work both ways because as they're in for a season of a rude awakening, other people are going to realize this person wasn't who they portray themselves as being. They lied about who they were. So on an individual level, Pluto and Aquarius, people are going to learn some very hard lessons about trust. Are you going to learn this group of people is not better than this group of people? They're not. If you're one of the black sheeps of the family, you already know everybody is the same. This group of people is a piece of shit. This group of people is a piece of shit. That group of people is a piece of shit. Trust. I need to go on your vision board if you're creating one. And if not... It should be part of your affirmations or your mantras. Trust yourself and tell the truth to yourself. Shalom.